Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of the Musical Theatre Mixtape podcast. Yes, we're back with episode 7 and we've got another exciting guest on today. Um, currently starring in Everybody's Talking About Jamie in London's West End. It's David O'Reilly playing Like a Virgin in Everyone's Talking About Jamie. He's also been in Book of Mormon on the West End. He's done Greece. He's even been in Benidorm. So we are very excited to have him make his musical theatre mixtape. Welcome, David. How are you today? I'm not bad, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for coming on. Not at all, not at all. We shall get started with the first question, then. Fire away. How did you get into theatre? Um, um, my more, I was starting to think of this question, I suppose, because there's so many different answers that um, I could give. But I think my mum used to have an Andrew Lloyd Webber CD in the car. That's where we started listening to music from musicals first. And then I joined my drama uh, after a drama club. After school drama club, sorry, very early. Um, and um, that's how I really kind of got my first taste of doing uh, performances. So that would be my after school drama club. Um, what was the first musical you ever saw, whether it be London, tour, um, Amdram? So I think the first ever musical I saw, now I was trying to think of this, the first West End show I ever seen was Sinatra at the Palladium. Oh, um, okay. but the first because obviously I lived in Dublin. I don't think I I've seen loads of Panthers, but I think the first musical in the West End that I ever seen was Guys and Dolls with Patrick Swayze. Oh, at their Piccadilly, um, and yeah, just an amazing, amazing show. I mean, that had some incredible performers. Even like you know, it had Zizi uh, Scarlett. Oh my God. It really is very, it's had Summer Stralin in it, people like Darren Connor, Ben Clare, some incredible West End uh, performers yeah. as well. It was an iconic cast, yeah, it was amazing. So was there was there much amateur dramatics where you grew up? There was a variety club for adults and children, which my brother was part of, but I wasn't kind of, um, I didn't kind of put myself forward to do that, and I suppose... That was 30, you know, as a kid, I'm 33 this year. So, you know, it's um, it was still kind of, uh, you know, boys who wanted to dance, boys should do football and not necessarily yeah. Do, yeah. Do, do stage to go. Actually, by the time I became a teenager, my mum and dad were so open to let me go to drama and uh, singing and performing arts. I went to a stage school from the age, like, I think it was 13, in um, Westside Stage School in Dublin, one of the biggest performing arts schools there. And I went there after school and we did like trips to London. We did lots of specialised workshops with people that they flew in from London and stuff like that. So I was very lucky that I got the, uh, I kind of was a late starter with regards to proper, proper training with regards to like the whole Amdram. But there, there, there wasn't a huge kind of amateur dramatic society that I, I, I was part of. Fair enough. Well, you've yeah. done pretty well from that anyway. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so we will get started with the, the mixtape questions now. Oh, let's do um, it. Question one is, what is your favourite overture? 
So, yeah, this is a fantastic question because actually I think overtures are something that people are leaving out of shows now and actually I think they should be putting them back in yeah, and, 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 and writing them in because actually what it does is it invites the audience along and says this is where we're going and and it gives the audience a chance to uh, climatise to the space yeah. and to the sound. So the minute you hit them with that first scene, bam, they're with you. Um, so I think overtures are very important. So I was really happy when I seen that. Um, but one of my favourite overtures is the overture from The Music Man. The Music Man. Yeah, oh, yes. an iconic, iconic musical with some incredible pieces. Um, and it's it, it, it really is, because obviously it's about um, those iconic songs like 76 Trombones in there. It's got a real yeah. kind of brass band um, element to it. And it is just... It, it's 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 pure addictive, and when you're in the theatre and you hear that for the first time, you sit up ready to pay attention. Exactly. I don't think I've actually heard that overture. I have to give it a listen. Well, I you really know yet. the music man that well. Well, you need to get it download the album and have a listen. <laughs> it's got right songs. Now. Yes, it's got songs like Shapoopy in it. Um, You've got trouble. Troubles. Uh, seventy six trombones, as I said kind of real um real kind of proper old school musical theater sounds yeah yeah i love it it makes me happy listening to that yes yes me too it makes you happy yeah it's a great it's a feel-good musical with a great story and um the last actually professional production that they did here in the uk was at chichester in 2000 and i want to say eight maybe um, because we were doing it at college at the time, it was a professional production, and then we were doing it at college as one of the third year musicals, um, yeah. and um, yeah, it, it had that had another great cast in it as well, um, the Music Man, which was which was brilliant. And of course, it's coming, it's going to America with Hugh Jackman. Yes, it is, isn't it? So, is it? Yeah. yeah, Hugh Jackman's playing. I think they're meant to have done it already, aren't they? But with yeah, it's and everything. They've My it. God. You learn something new every day. Yes, <laughs> that'll be a that'll be an interesting one. Yeah, definitely. Love He's to definitely see a recording of that. Oh god, that'll be amazing. Moving on to question number two, then a song that reminds you of your childhood. So again, I was thinking back to this, and I was thinking back to the the times in the car with my mom and listening to music on 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 the Andrew Lloyd Webber um album. Me and my brother in the car and stuff like that. Uh, it was actually a tape, I think. It was that far that was that long ago. If you know what one of them is, a tape. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do, you know, yeah. Mix, you know mixtape, mixtape, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so it's the title of the show, David. Get with it. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, it is uh, fan- the Phantom of the Opera from the Phantom of the Opera, and uh, yeah, it just reminds me of like sitting in the car playing playing iconic pieces of British musical theatre from Andrew Lloyd Webber and my mum loving it and me and my brother loving it and kind of being a kid and not knowing what the story was, but just being absolutely fascinated by these incredible voices off the album. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. So have, I'm, I'm guessing you've seen it now. I've never seen Phantom of the Opera. <gasps> what? Yeah. Listen, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you a few secrets, right? For someone who's worked in the West End for on and off for 10 years nearly, um, I've never seen Phantom and I've never seen Le Mis. Wow, I've never, I've, I've never seen Mousetrap. I don't know anybody who has seen Mousetrap. Actually, I've not seen Mousetrap. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but the the first one to open in October, 
Um, yeah, yeah. But um, I've never seen Phantom, never seen Les Mis. No. And now you're never going to get to see the old Les Mis. The old Phantom. Or the old, old yeah. Les Mis, the old yeah, Les Mis. you're right. They've just redone it. Yes, they have, haven't they? You're I mean, missing out. Am I, 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 yeah, there's no um, Revolve now, as I understand. Yeah, they've cut that. <laughs> oh, Christ. I'd have to watch a still production. Yeah. <laughs> so when you when you eventually do go and see Phantom, yeah, that's going to be a mad experience from you listening to it back when you were a child. Oh my god, it's going to be such so bizarre. Um, it's going to be a real kind of full circle moment listening to this song in the musical in the West End, which I had no idea even existed when I was listening to it as a kid in my mum's car like it was it, it, it was just it'll be a real kind of full circle moment it'll be bizarre but really really nice as well yeah that's if I go and see it <laughs> oh you have to now you have to go and see it I might not be able to afford it Tyler I've not been working for four months <laughs> <laughs> very very true very true right question number three might be the hardest question a song from your favourite musical? Do you know what? It wasn't as hard as I actually thought it was going to be. Okay. I, one of my favourite musicals, I can't say that I have a favourite musical, but one of my favourite musicals is a musical called Took Everlasting, uh, which which opened on Broadway and didn't do very well, but it was directed by and choreographed by Casey Nicola, who I did Book of Mormon for. And the opening song is called Live Like This, and it mm. is absolutely stunning it, the music and orchestrations on this album but particularly on this piece is just beautiful and it's such a beautiful story and actually I think there's there's an audience for it here in the UK you know with, with the, the potential of outdoor theatre taking off a little bit more now we've kind of found ourselves in this new normal this this would sit perfectly in somewhere like Regent's Park or Kilmer would work so well outside so well outside, you know, it's set in a forest, it, it, it will be stunning. And the album, oh my God, it's just delicious. It's just got such amazing songs. Um, and the story, again, it, it comes from a film, um, you know, an original film and book. And it just is really, really captivating. And I've seen it on Broadway. I've seen uh, the very first uh, preview on Broadway. Wow. And it, it was it was stunning. Just stunning. I would love to see that. Yeah, I think I. You know what? I think we have an audience for here. I think someone needs to make. Yeah, it Yeah, definitely. Let's make it happen. Okay, <laughs> let's make that happen then. Okay. <laughs> we'll put it out there. Yeah. Question number four: A song from your favorite musical that you've been in. So, uh, one of my, my favourite songs from any shows that I've been in would have to be Baptise Me from Mormon. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to do it with so many incredible ladies um, over the years that um, it, it became a real kind of connecting moment, and particularly with uh, Alexia Kadim, who played the original Labanonki. Myself and Alexia built such an amazing friendship over my year and a half. Um, her... Her two years or three years there, and my um, my five years there. She that we really, 
we bonded so 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 much and particularly in this song when you have a connection with someone it, you, you the comedy and the the kind of truthfulness of it and I know that sounds really cliche and wanky but it really does it just helps and I got to do it with Lucy St. Louis um who then went on to become Diana in Motown um I did it with Aisha Jawanda who's Tina now and Tina the musical and you know these amazing women playing Nabalungi and I got to sing this amazing work written by by Trey Parker, Mastone and Bobby Lopez and it was just it the, the audience reaction to this number as well was phenomenal. It was it it, it was it was just yeah amazing, and I feel very I I I love thinking back to the times, you know. But everybody said our oh, man up must have been amazing. Man up was hard. It was too hard. Yeah. So it was this, it was this, <laughs> listening we, listening to that it stresses me out. It stresses me out. It's just I hear that and I have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Very full Baptize You is a beautiful song and I love doing it with, with the girls. I think Baptize Me is quite a, an underrated song from Book of Mormon. It is yeah. because it's not a kind of upbeat, kind of like, you know, in your face. The The beauty of that song is the lyrics. Yeah, and lyrically it's genius. Lyrically it's genius. And the, if, if the two actors do it correctly, you should have the audience eating it at the palm of your hand and then literally in hysterics as well. Um, yeah. you know, and and to get that, you need to have a great connection. There were some Nabalogis I didn't have a particularly uh, great connection with, and we wouldn't get that reaction. But whenever it was with Lucy, Aisha, or or Alexia, it always felt boom, and we get it. Oh, and Leanne actually, Leanne Robinson, who currently plays Nabalungi, she we had a fantastic baptize you as well. She was fantastic. She's amazing. So, question number five is a song from the last musical that you were in. So that would, that, well, I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm still Currently in it. In. Am I yeah. still in it? Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. Um, Out of the Darkness, the finale, um, the finale encore. Maybe we're talking about Jamie. And I'll tell you why I love this song. Because it's an upbeat way of sending the audience on their way. But everybody in the show gets their own um, two counts of A for a bow. Everybody. So all the ensemble... Yeah get to come forward and have their moment mm. and get an individual bow. And so many shows um, simply concentrate on, 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 on characters. And for, for this, every person who's part of Jamie is integral to telling the story. So every ensemble character has a name and has a part to play. And they get their own bow at the end of the show. And I think that's... <laughs> A fantastically brilliant idea yeah because what it does is it makes everyone feel like as a company we're an equal company and we work together and um you know it, it is a great number to send the audience away on an upbeat uplifting number it's a great ending to a show it really is I mean, it really is and i miss yeah. doing it and i miss those guys hopefully it will be back soon i believe it will be sooner rather than later yeah yeah yeah, def- it has to be. Surely. Well, I'll start doing it in my garden, if not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hope you've got a big enough garden for oh, huge, outdoor yeah. theatre space. Oh, yeah. Well, I have about two audience members. <laughs> <laughs> my mum and my dad. Yeah, It's a start. It's a start. <laughs> Question number six. A song from a musical you would like to be in. Um, I have wanted to be in Little Shop of Horrors 
for my for as long as I've known what musical theatre is, I've wanted to play Seymour. Um, and it will be Skid Row. The opening yeah. of, of yeah. Little Shapiro's is it's it's an incredibly written piece of musical theatre. It's it's it hits you. It invites you into the story. It sets the tone. You meet the characters. It's just a wonderfully written. The voices of the um, the three uh, ladies, the Ronettes, I think is that what they're called. The yeah. three ladies there, I think, just stunning vocals from them have done right. And then you meet Audrey and Seymour, and it's just a brilliant, brilliant opening number. And I would give my right arm to play Seymour one day. Is it? Yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, it's so funny to do. Fun. Yeah, it's a great show. It's not done. It's not done. Well, I mean, it has been done actually. I like. I've seen it in. Um, I've seen it when Sheridan Smith was in it when it was at the Ambassador Theatre. Oh yeah. I've seen it, um, and then obviously they did that Regent's Park as well with yeah. the amazing, the amazing year, Mark Antony. Yeah, and um, you know, so they have done it, but um, it's just. Uh, I want to do it. <laughs> Next time it's on, it's going to be yeah, your turn. Hear that, everyone? Oh. We need to bring back. Uh, we need to yeah, bring, that bring it back on and cast me in the role of. <laughs> well, they didn't they do a production of it on Broadway recently? Where yeah, um, with um, Jonathan Groff, wasn't it? Yes, but wasn't it a transgender cast? Um, the plan was. No, 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 no! It's Audrey and Seymour. Oh, was it? Where, where, yeah, I'm going to find out that production. I'm going to send it to you. I'm nearly sure. Yeah. I'll find out and send it to you. I didn't know. Yeah. You learn something new every day. That's fun, though. Yeah, I know, right? Maybe that could be your next production in your garden. Yeah. shop. What, what, a transgender production of Little Shop of Horrors? <laughs> any any production of Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'd, I'd love that. Yeah, that'd be good new. Well, they did it in um, Regent's Park, so we could do it yeah. here, yeah. Yeah. L- Little Shop of Horrors. David's Garden Theatre. Yeah, oh, I'd love that. <laughs> is it too, Is it probably too late to tell you now I don't actually have a garden? Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a bit frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. Fundamentally. But all these plans, all of these plans. Yeah. And there's no garden there. All these plans and not a garden <laughs> inside. <laughs> so question number seven yes is a song from your least favorite musical now this was hard but then i thought i'll suck it up dave and stop being so nice so i <laughs> um it is saturday chat from a slice of saturday night oh i think i've listened to that soundtrack before yeah it's very just yeah yeah we did that kind of find rap songs I think we did it at college because the rights were cheap. Uh, <laughs> are they cheap for a reason? Is that too honest? Yeah, is that too... I'm, too, I'm never going to work again. <laughs> I'm never going to work again after this podcast. I can't say I've ever heard of that show, not going to lie. Well, I don't think I don't anybody's really, really heard of it, for God's sake. However, yeah. they will have just got a new listener because I'm going to listen to it after this to see... Oh, yeah, really. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> from that I have a feeling I'm not going to yeah <laughs> you might do actually it's very British okay it's very very British just it's it's. I don't know if it was ever meant to be a big musical a big, yeah. yeah so I've just 
I've just Googled it and it says the songs are a nostalgic pastiche of 1960s music. Okay. Yeah, you know that, that you know that is a polite way of saying it's really bloody boring. <laughs> <laughs> pastiche is a way of people using a, a posh word to describe didn't quite hit the mark. <laughs> but well done for trying. Nice effort, but not this time. <laughs> Try oh, people, people are going to say, God, he's an outright idiot. Isn't that David <laughs> O'Reilly? I don't care. I've been in lockdown for four months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maybe we should oh, move dear. on from a slice of Saturday night, whatever it's called. Yeah, before you get shut down by yeah. your, your <laughs> podcast streaming services. Don't get angry complaints <laughs> from people. From the writers of Slice yeah, Saturday yeah. night, yeah. <laughs> Question number eight, a song from your Guilty Pleasure musical. Oh, fantastic. I love this question. And it is Once You've Tasted Love from Never Forget, the Take That musical. Oh, the original Take That musical. Yeah, not the set, not that. Yeah, not the, second, the not the band. Um, the first one, Never Forget. Oh, my God. Once You've Tasted Love. Oh, iconic song. Staged fantastically by Karen Bruce. Beautifully sung by Alexis on <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got nodules. Uh, <laughs> beautifully sung by Alexis on Hobbs on the DVD. I've never forget what you can ha- what you can find. It was at the Savoy Theatre. I loved it. It was a yes from me. I loved it. Oh, that's fine. I didn't realise there was a recording of it. There's not. Oh, there's not. <laughs> there's no album. You got to go and you can watch it online on YouTube. The whole show was on YouTube. Oh, okay. not a, not a bootleg either, an officially filmed version. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. Go, so knock yourself out and go and treat yourself to never forget the original. Take that the musical. I will definitely do that. Well, done. well my I... mum loves a bit of take that, so I might link that to her as well. Well, I mean, I have been. You know, people do often say to me, David, you're very mum-like. So <laughs> I didn't mean it like me. that. I didn't mean it like that. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I love a bit of Take That because it's what I listened to because of her growing up. So I love Take That. I mean, they, are, they are classic. They are. Yeah. They're classic. And the fact that they made this musical over there. Oh, my God. I, love, I was at one seat in Manchester. Oh, my God. There wasn't a dry seat in the theatre. I mean, yeah, because of my mum, I like take that. My dad was a big old Madness fan. Oh, Madness, yeah. Because that was his kind of time. It, yeah, a bit of Madness, love a bit of Madness. I never really listened to them, but when I did Benidorm, the writer of Benidorm, Darren Lytton, is obsessed with Madness. On my first day on set, I had arrived in Benidorm set filming the next day, and he messaged me saying, come down to set, Madness are filming. And they were, they were down there, they were filming away for a scene. For Benidorm? For Benidorm, yeah. It's oh, amazing. Wow. wow. Whoa, so you got whoa. a free little concert. Yeah, on the wings of a dove. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I did that one. Yeah, I loved it. So the final question of the mixtape is, what is your favourite mega mix? My favourite mega mix is Greece. Greece's mega mix, the mega mix from Greece. It was my first job. My God, it was incredible. Loved it. It was amazing. But this, the mega mix is brilliant. All those iconic, iconic songs mixed, mixed together into one glorious epiphany of musical theatre goals. And 
match that up with Aaron Phillips' choreography, my God, we didn't stop. It was an amazing mega mix. And we bowed about eight times <laughs> each, which was fantastic. Kept coming back for more. It's a good old ego boost, that. Yeah. Oh, my God, I loved doing that mega mix. It was so good. It's a classic. And the show mix. was so, so short as well. We'd come out a quarter to quarter to ten. The mega mix is finished. That. <laughs> fantastic. Wow. Do it again. Do the mega mix a second time. We could we could have done it again, but we we didn't we didn't want to <laughs> want to go home. Yeah, mega mix at a quarter to ten. You're in pub with a drink by ten. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't think I've actually seen a production of Greece. You know what? Oh my god! Now listen, there's loads of productions out there. I know. There's the new, there's the Lester Curve version, yeah. uh, which Arlene also choreographed. Um, yeah, which is probably which I haven't seen, but I feel it's equally as brilliant, really truthful and honest in um in its storytelling. But then the version that I did was a bit more visually uh kind of uh visually kind of traditional in its sense of like what people would expect from the traditional kind of fluffy musical that they seen on the on the on the film. And um we had some yeah we had some. Amazing! Oh God, did the best time doing that show because people just danced their way out of the theatre. It was amazing. Yeah, I did a few years ago before I started training. I did an Amdram version, and it was literally me and my four friends playing the T Birds. Amazing! We just we just had a laugh for the whole time. Well, that's what the T Birds are really. You know, if you don't get along, if you don't get along, my God, it was really amazing actually. I don't know if they re- if they meant to do this, but when we were cast in the West End, we w- when all the T birds were height order, so Danny was the tallest, and then um, Doody was the shortest, and they went down the photos. We noticed they're like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" <laughs> so I will definitely look out for the next Grease production. It's always on tour. I think there was it? one supposed there was there was one supposed to be going on tour that Ireland was supposed to be choreographing um, again. Uh, the Leicester Curve, directed by Nicolai Foster. So go and see that if you can. Um, I think that would probably be delayed until next year. I mean, everything is delayed. Yeah. I think until next year now. But yeah. if if have a little check it out, definitely go and see. It. It's definitely one of those shows that is uh, <clears throat> always around. But people should definitely go and see it if they can. Yeah, it's a fun night. It will be a fun night. It, it's a fun night mm-hmm. out. Have a couple of drinks. Wear your leather jacket. <laughs> and give yourself a blow dry. Okay, so that is the end of your mixtape. I'm gonna. Read it back that. one by one to you. That's a good, bloody see. good. I'm sorry, but that is a bloody good mixtape. <laughs> it will be if I do say so myself. Whether whether you'd want to listen to it one by one, we'll find out now. All right. <laughs> so it starts off with the Music Man overture, straight into the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Live like this from Tuck Everlasting. Fantastic. Into Baptize Me from Book of Mormon. Delicious. Followed by Out of the Darkness from Jamie. Incredible. Skid Row from Little Shop of Horrors. Thank you. Saturday Chat from A Slice of Saturday. No tar. <laughs> <laughs> Once You've Tasted Love from Never Forget. You're welcome. Ended with the Grease Mega Mix. As only every great mixtape should. <laughs> so imagine listening to that in your car on the journey. Oh, That'll fantastic. A That's a great mixtape. I might actually listen to that one, you know. I'll make well, it. Yeah, you better. I'll make a Spotify make... playlist. Yeah, you better do after me spending all the time trying to figure that out. <laughs> People are going to release so it. If you're listening, 
Go on, sorry. If you're listening, I'll make a Spotify playlist called David's Mixtape. Go have a listen to it. Yeah, David O'Reilly's Mixtape. Have a listen. It's the best. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully some of them will be on Spotify because I'm not sure a slice of Saturday is. is. I'm not sure a slice of Saturday is. I it's on it. Spotify. I have the album <laughs> saved. Yeah. Oh, I is it? I never unsaved it. But... Wow. So oh. the full mixtape will be on Spotify soon. Fantastic. I can't wait. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, David. It's been a pleasure having you with us. Guys, thank you very much for having me. And if you're listening, go follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, give us a, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Maybe even leave a little comment. If you leave a little comment, we might read it out in the next episode. Who knows? Until then, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.